0: Coach Sala, let us all know that he's keeping receipts of all those mocking his football team. Oh, Robert, what are you doing, man? Kaz and I react to some emotional and bizarre comments from the Jets head coach. Joe Flacco is starting at QB again in Cleveland. No Mike White, at least for the first half. Was this the right decision? We'll preview the Jets-Browns matchup and make our predictions. Can the Jets pick up their first win of the season? Turn on the Jets podcast host Will Parkinson will stop by. Lots to do on a keep your receipts edition of Gangs All Here from the New York Post.
1: Get ready for
0: the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on
1: an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What a bum.
0: Look at the freaking scoreboard.
1: You are not close. You play to win
2: the game.
0: Why can't the New York Jets ever have nice things?
2: You're a Jets fan. You guys have to earn this stuff. You're going to have to suffer through
0: another few years. I don't mean to sound like the get off my lawn guy, but get off my freaking lawn with that. I forgot what it's like to win football games. I mean, you can't
2: make it up with this team. Happy Victory Monday, Jake. Only for
0: you guys would I do this. Only the gang's all here. We love it. Ooh, welcome back to Gangs All Here, our New York Jets podcast from the New York Post. Jake Brown here, alongside my co-host Brian Costello. Will Parkinson from Turn On the Jets Pod will join the program a little bit later on. But, cause uh, any any news in Jets Land this week? A, a few uh, a few famous quotes to retail. Been a quiet week, Jake.
2: Just another week in Jets Land. No, I mean the receipts quote will go up there. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it ends up, you know, being. Going to be. Herm Edwards, you play to win the game. Could it be like that? If the Jets go on a tear here maybe look back at it and say, Oh, that was the start of it. If the Jets
0: end up going four and 13, you know, it might be another punchline for the Jets. My gut says cause is thinking the latter is coming and not, not, the, <laughs> not the former. Uh, let's start with that. Cause I, I want to comment on that hearts. Let's queue up first just to give context. Exactly what he said. Now he said this to the media, to you guys, right? Because I, I think he went on Michael K. After
2: there was a reporter who asked a brilliant question that elicited the response. Um, I think he
0: works for the New York Post. Yeah, if you if,
2: you, if Hartz, if you could play the entire quote, the beginning of the quote is that's a great question, Kaz. So, but
0: <laughs> I don't think that think made I'm, the final video. I don't, cut, I don't think well, I think people cut that off for some reason. So but we'll, yes. we'll preface it with Kaz asking the question, and that's a great yeah. question, Kaz. And Hartz here's how he responded:
1: When those those little errors that the offense was was having in the first half stop happening, it's going to be explosive. And then it carries on to the second half. You're you're just gonna feel it. Uh and and in a way it, it does just click where you're just stacking up day after day after day. And um and it's really, really cool when it does happen because it, it just absolutely pops off the tape. And uh and I know it's gonna happen. And I'm and I'm taking we're we're all taking receipts on all the people who continually mock and, and say that we ain't gonna do anything. I'm taking receipts and I'm gonna be more than happy to share them with all of y'all when it's all said and done.
0: Take those receipts, Coach Salah here. Take the receipt. This is not the CVS receipt that you're going to be, you know, realizing how long they're going to get. They're going to get Moby Dick CVS style receipts. Why be combative with the fan base? Cause when you haven't done this, this is all I ask you to do. Can you read that? Win some games, that's all you need. That's all Jets fans want. It's been 53 years since this team's made and won a Super Bowl. And fans are still, for some reason, they still come out. Every Sunday, you know, most of the games are, if not sold out, they're close. And you would think they're lunatics for doing so. Yet for 50-plus years, they've still been coming to support this team. So this isn't just a one-week, oh, you lost, let's mock the Jets. This is a 50-plus years accumulated. And I know he wasn't, hasn't been here for all of them, but to be combative like that after just one game when the team played like garbage after an offseason of all this talk I know it was in the moment, and everyone in the moment, you get emotional, as I, I do on every one of these shows. I feel like, but it just wasn't the right choice of words, especially one week in. How about you win first and win a few, and show that your record is, you know, competitive before saying these kind of things? All right, you want you got a lot there.
2: There's a lot to br- unpack there, Jake. I, number one, I don't think it was directed at the fans. I think it was directed at the media, um, right? I don't think Robert Sal is scrolling Twitter to see what everyone's saying on Twitter or. He's um, on message, you know, doing Twitter spaces, listening to the, what the fans are saying. I, I think, you know, he, he gets shown some things that we write in the media or he watches ESPN or, or NFL Network and hears things. I think that's where it was directed, one. Two, I think he was, in his mind, defending his players. And I think he was just being defensive about the locker room and they feel like they've got a better team than they've had. And I think he was defending that the timing wasn't good. I'd agree with you. Can't, you know, the day after a game, it's not smart to say that, but a day after a game like that, I should say, I think on Mondays, my experience is coaches go one of two ways. They usually talk to us and then they usually do the radio, like you said, with Michael K. And these guys have been there. I think they're exhausted. You know, I think Sundays take a lot out of them. I think they stay up all night watching film They're making all the corrections Monday. They're also moving on to the next opponent. They're watching some of them. I think you can catch them sometimes on Mondays where they say things that maybe they wouldn't say on a Wednesday. And I think if you watched Wednesday's press conference, he was much more eloquent about what he meant and explained it a little bit better. So, you know, I think that that's part of it. And sometimes coaches just say nothing on Mondays and sometimes they kind of trip on themselves. I think he tripped on himself. The final thing Jake I'll say is I think it's hard because for Robert Salas, Sunday's loss was one loss, right? It was a loss, for bad, you know, they had drops, they had fumbles, 20-yard punt, gave up some big plays on defense, but it was a one-off in his mind. For you and for other Jets fans, and, I, you know, I ranted about this on Monday, or you know, it's, it's not one game. This is a continuation of what you've watched for the last six years, the last 11 years. In some instances, for most of the last thirty years, forty years, fifty years, right, and it all comes piling back. When you guys see a game like that, it reminds you, oh, oh my god, here we go again. It's the same old Jets. You know, Salah hasn't been here, so his mind, you know, him and some of the other guys are being defensive. But like I said, they have to be cognizant that the fan base is they, they've lived through
0: a lot. And listen, you're not a fan. Connor's not a fan. Janae's not a fan. But you guys have watched more of the same for years too. Like, well, you're not, you're yeah. not brooding interest. You're not paying. You know, you're getting your free sloppy Joes at halftime. You're not paying for tickets. You're getting paid to be there. You're still watching this crap show for year after year. So like when, when you're, they're getting mocked, it's in good reason because it just happens every single year. Hearts, let's play what he said is more calmer approach. You know, Woody and, and uh, company had a little conversation with him, I assume, over the last few days. Let's play what he had to say today.
1: I think everyone in the locker room, including the coaching staff, knows how we all feel about one another and how much confidence we have in one another. And um, my words, my display of emotion, which I I do my best to control up here, is that I've got conviction over it. And um, you know, this is not the same old Jets. But until we win, until we prove it, which is on us as coaches and on us as players, the, the shots will keep on coming. And so we welcome them, keep bringing them. It's not gonna change our mission, and that's to bring this organization and this fan base a winner.
0: It's similar to what you said. Maybe he listened to Monday's gangs all here podcast where uh, you said, kind of prove it, win games until then you're going to be called the same old jets guys.
2: Yeah, no, exactly. And I thought his message today was a lot better. when Wednesday we we're recording this, you know, he's right. They, they, they can talk all they want about not being the same old jets, but they got to go out and win games and it just hasn't happened. And, you know, it's now, <laughs> now Jake, there's all these different levels of fan bases, right? Like the younger fans, really younger fans haven't seen them ever win. You know, I'm not going to count 2015's 10, six, like they haven't seen them go to the playoffs. Like you're now, if you're 16 years old. You're not old enough to remember the Sanchez championship game runs. Like, so there's that level, then there's the the guys who are, you know, in their 30s and 40s who've who've experienced some good years. And then there's the really older fans I hear from a lot who've just watched so much of this crap, you know, going back to the 70s and how bad they were then. So it's, you know, I, I said this to Salah in the press conference. He talks about other stops a lot, right? That he's been through five rebuilds. This isn't like other stops, Jake. There's not this, there's no such thing as the same old 49ers. That organization has won Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl. And they were in a Super Bowl with Harbaugh shortly before mm-hmm. Shanahan got there. The Seahawks went to a Super Bowl with Mike Holmgren. The Texans were an expansion team. The Jaguars were largely an expansion team when he got there still. Like it wasn't, there wasn't a lot of history there. So th- this is a different beast here. And every Jets coach comes here thinking they can whip the same old Jets thing and not
0: many of them have done it you know Rex did a pretty good job of it. The rest of them have pretty much failed in recent years. When he's keeping, you know, these receipts and who the hell keeps receipts anymore? I was looking around for the show to find a receipt. This is the only one I found. It's from my contacts well, for uh, $300. dollars i was say too, like Jake
2: CVS. Now you can hit the button. No receipt. You don't even need the receipt anymore. It's, I need a self-checkout, every, right? Every
0: time. Yeah, yeah. because you, yeah. you get it. You get a devil dog and the receipt's got coupons. It's got all <laughs> yeah. these things. It goes long. So he's he's got a whole grocery shop. I mean, I'm sure
2: you used to use CVS receipts as your your shades in your room, right? The blinds. You, you made blinds out of them, Jake, in that bachelor pad of yours?
0: Uh, No, I I do need new blinds though My blinds are pretty crappy I'm in a great doorman building uh, but I do need a doorman. You have a
2: doorman, Jake.
0: You do have a doorman. I'm on the, uh, a 14 floor building, the best rooftop in Astoria. Hearts can confirm. He's been some would say the best in Queens. Great view of the city. Cause you'll have to come by sometime for tea and crumpets. It's a nice building. Yes. And that's why I'm wow. close to the Mets. How I'm much are we paying you? It's uh, not enough. I need a raise. Well, I have a roommate. Hmm. The Irish roommates moving in, uh, officially Friday. He was nice enough to move in a two seat sectional couch that reclines. And so I've been reclining on the sectional that he provided with wait, him wait, wait, not wait. there. So.
2: Who's the, there's a guy from Ireland that's from that's,
0: Ireland. He's lived in New York four or five years, but he went back to Ireland to live the last few months during COVID. He's moving in, he's moved his stuff in, but he needed to get a mattress because his mattress didn't fit. So he needs a new mattress. He's moving in Friday, found him on the roomy app. It's like a roommate app. You find roommates. It used to be a two bedroom with a flex living room. Now it's just me and the Irish man. So that could be a Netflix special in the making.
2: I've got questions when the, when the jets are, when the jet season is really over, we'll talk about this. Jake. Okay.
0: All right. Well, we'll or, or right, when future
2: episodes where we have nothing else to talk about. Or when, when the the we're jets.
0: keeping receipts when they're one in 12. We'll keep receipts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll go. We'll circle back to the Irish roommate. And And I'm just thinking of like these receipts. I mean, they're going to get long and like, even if they do win some games, is he going to put together like a Tom Brady inspirational video with all the receipts like Brady has done when they're six and 11, when it's my prediction, seven and 10 a six and 11 seat. Like, unless they make the playoffs, I don't know when he's saving these receipts for, and I don't think they're making the playoffs.
2: Yeah. I don't know if he's talking about this year as much Jake as maybe future years when, uh, you know, I think, I think they, I I'm
0: not sure if he's referring to the receipts this year. All right. Well, save him for 2027. 20, maybe if he's still here, we'll see what year it becomes. Well, we also learned in this crazy week of quotes in Jetsland that the Mike White chance won't be much longer. It will be Joe Flacco once again for week two because it doesn't seem like they really considered Mike White. Sal said Joe is our guy. What do you think about this decision? I know you're not surprised. And if Flacco has a terrible first half in Cleveland, do we see Mike White for the second half?
2: Yeah, I, I think it's the right decision, Jake. I mean, you got to think about this. You know, They got together in April to start the offseason program, right? So they had April, May, June, July, August, where they watched their team and they formed a depth chart off of what they saw. You can't throw the depth chart away off of one game. Um, You just can't do it. Right. Like they decided Joe Flacco is better than Mike white and one game shouldn't reverse that decision. Now I will say your second point, I do think if he comes out and is terrible in the first half and the offense is just completely stagnant, you do go to Mike white. If for nothing, no other reason, just to see if you can get a spark. To just get something going in the second half, and then see how it goes. And if he plays well, then he starts against Cincinnati. If he falls on his face, you can go back to Flacco against Cincinnati. Or then I know I know the strevler chance are going to start at that point. So you can start the, the Strevler chance then.
0: Cause in the in the halftime uh, press box, Mike White, Mike, wait. It's a, the chance going to happen. We might see it, man. That would be. Something to watch. I mean, in Cleveland, the Browns, it's crawling in the back of your mind because Joe Flacco is going up against Miles Garrett. And, you know, he's a little bit old and probably not the same player as Jadavion Clowney. That's a tough two defensive line unit there to go up against, Kaz. Like, they're going to be putting a ton of pressure on him. Michael Furr is going to have to do something different this week to make sure Flacco is not on his ass every week. Um.
2: Forget about Michael LaFleur for a second. Lakin Tomlinson, George Fant, Connor McGovern, Elijah Vera Tucker. I'm going to leave the rookie out of this. I thought he played okay. Those guys have to do – they have to do more. Like, they this, like, you can't let Flacco be under siege. And, like, I, I think I said it, Jake, when we talked about Flacco before the game. If you go over his Jets career here, when he's under pressure, he has not been good. When they protected him, he's had some good games against New England, against the Chargers, last year against the Dolphins. So the whole thing is, can they protect them? They have to run the ball, Jake. I, I don't really understand why they got away from the run on Sunday when I watched it again. You know, they ran the ball pretty well in the first half, and but they got away from it quick. And then I understand the score got out of hand late in the game and they were throwing the ball over the place. But it, to me, it was too quick to get away from the run. And this week, if they, they want a chance, they're going to have to run the ball.
0: Yeah, it's, and listen, the Browns are going to do just that. They're going to run the ball a lot. I mean, they ran all over uh, the with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, 141 yards. This is a much tougher unit than Kenyon Drake and a little bit of Lamar Jackson. The Jets did pretty pretty good against the Ravens. 21 carries, 63 yards. You know, this game could come down to stopping the run cause. We'll preview that game in a minute. A few other notes. Braden Man has a back injury. Ty Long, we already, special teams has already, gone under the microscope here after one game our favorite subject here on the show besides denzel mims boom it took me until this episode to finally mention denzel mims name he was mentioned every week last year but ty long do we expect him to be the jets new punter or do you expect brayden to be okay
2: uh it's too early in the week to know jake but i mean if they're signing the guy i think they, they probably think that he's going to pump su- sunday um brain man's wednesday recording this didn't didn't practice today. They're going to try to have him practice Friday, see if he can punt. But my guess is you're going to see a different punter on Sunday. 20-yard punt against the Ravens, I guess, you know, he came up with his
0: back hurting after that. Yeah, we could get Canizaro to punt a little. Well, Canizaro was a soccer player, right, back in the day. So he yes. might uh, have to audition, uh, walk, walk in auditions from the press box to the field. The other news, Jordan Whitehead, his ankles hurting, guy we talked about yeah. the other day. And they bring uh our, our friend Will Parks back to the team. Is does it look like Parks is gonna take his spot Sunday? I think so.
2: I think that's why they brought him up. I mean, you have Ashton Davis and Tony Adams on the roster too, but I think it'll be Parks um, playing that role of the the strong safety, the kind of box safety down there. So, you know, we'll see. Like we talked about this stopping the run is gonna be huge in this game. And uh, Jordan Whitehead is one of their better run stoppers. So this at that level. So this this could be
0: rough. Stopping the pass wasn't their issue. And they'll go up against Jacoby Brissett, who did not have a great week one, despite the win. And the good thing from the Jets and like nothing to take a receipt on about this is that the they have the top, what was the I don't know what the ranking came from, but they had the top ranked duo with Reed and uh, sauce at cornerback cause in week one. Yeah. I think pro football focus, maybe Jake, they, I know they had them high. Yeah. The cornerbacks played
2: well. I thought sauce had a good debut, made the pass breakup in the end zone. Mark Andrews. He did a lot of work on Mark Andrews in that game, which I think is will be unusual, but Andrews was really the top target for the Ravens. And then uh, TJ Reed, pretty amazing. Jake just, you know, found out his father died right before the game went out there, played really well. Didn't give up any completions, had the interception, the forced fumble, they love Reed. They were big on that when they signed. They were big on him when they signed him,
0: obviously. He showed what he could do on Sunday. And think, he showed what he could do minutes after he found out his father passed away. It's almost mind-blowing. And I think he said to you guys, he wouldn't be in a great headspace if he went to his funeral, right? That he's, he's still going to yeah. play. He's not going to leave the team. That is just an un- unbelievable character. Let's play cards after, uh, you know, when he talked to the media, talked about dedicating this to, season to his dad. Yeah, I'm paying tribute to my dad this year for sure. The whole year, that's what I told myself. This season's for my dad. Yeah, I mean that's that's unreal. I mean, I I can't even imagine like just the human thought of going out there and you know having the game that he did. I mean, just doing anything, doing any activity. So thoughts and prayers to DJ Reed and his family, going through that and and he played great. He's gonna stay out there. I mean, you you couldn't blame him at all if he were to say, hey, I'm I'm not gonna be able to play this week, but he will be out there against the cleveland browns hearts will cue the music and get into this game jets and browns the jets once again cause six point underdogs going into this one cause the browns haven't started two and zero since 1993 the over under is low on this 40 points the browns money line is minus 230 break this game down make your pick
2: I think we touched on it, Jake. I think this is all about the trenches, right? I think this is where this game is a trench classic trenches game. Um, Jets have to be able to run the ball, take the pressure off Joe Flacco. Browns want to do the same thing. They don't want Jacoby Brissett to be having to win this game for them. So for the Jets, defensively, they're going to load the box, try to stop the run and see if, you know, see if they can force Brissett to make throws. I think this plays into the Jets' hands, Jake. Um, you know, I think they were celebrating when they saw Deshaun Watson's uh, suspension come down because this would be a much different game if he was playing. So I think the Jets' defense showed you some good things last week. They really stopped the Ravens' running attack. I think they'll load up to stop the Browns, and they'll be able to do it. And I think the offense will do just enough. I'm going to go shock you, Jake, with the Jets again. Jets 20, Browns 10. 20-10, to
0: 10, Wow. Kaz is taking his own receipts. How about this? <laughs> the Jets are going to win by 10. Please don't keep the receipts of my picks. I yeah. will <laughs> oh, gladly. I'm going to write this down on <laughs> the back of my uh, contact. I got David. some
2: angry emails, Jake, after Sunday about my pick picking the Ravens, uh, picking the Jets to beat the Ravens. Some angry emails.
0: Angry? Well, why? I feel like they should uh, be happy.
2: Oh, uh, people are angry. The, the angry that you know. Wow, you, why? You know, why did you pick them? They stink. And uh,
0: you have like, can you read us? if I'm curious of these emails because I get a few random ones from this like crazy lady. I had a block her email because <laughs> it, it was getting like out of hand. I can you? I, would I got one. Go on to, a, let's go into Kaz's mailbox right you got mail. Uh, soundbite. I'm not sure I can find it. I, there was one that that was questioning why I have a job that was a that was a pretty good one this needs to be a weekly segment causes mailbox and we'll leave it anonymous but i think people want to go inside your email
2: yeah i'm i'm not sure if i can find it jake it was it was there was one that some i spam I went, folder yeah i might have deleted it um but there were they were there was some there was some rough ones uh, you know there's one of uh, someone that loves me but you know they don't understand why i picked uh, there, you know a lot of ranting about um ranting about the jets in my email i can't find the one i'm looking for jake but a basic question um why i have a job was the uh was the was the main thrust of the uh the email was they couldn't they couldn't understand how i'm employed um so that that's always that's always fun
0: Kaz's children a feed. Let, let Leave them alone. We'll, right. For next week, please just bookmark them so we can read them. Yeah, it's, I'll try to find one. Because yeah, I don't get emails really. I get one from the a crazy problem, lady, but that's it. The problem is too, if they
2: do it through the post site, it all stacks up in Gmail. Like uh, it's all one big email, which, which is hard to read. Oh,
0: wow. It's all in one. Well, you'll star it for next time. It'll make it easier for us all <laughs> yes. in one email. Uh, so we'll go through. So Kaz is taking the Jets 20 to 10. I actually have the same score for the Jets, but I'm not as generous 10 points. Yeah, I I just think they're going to stack the box. I don't think Brissett is good enough against these cornerbacks. I think he's going to make a big interception, whether it's a pick six. He's going to have a couple of key turnovers that get the Jets in plus range and i think lafleur is going to do something different like we said we need to see a reverse a couple of screens you you talk about oh these God, dynamic duo dude, the in the jake back. brown reverse green give, oh, give me a reverse give me one of everything reverse like me at dinner one of everything at city field i'll take it all uh i think they're going to mix it up mix and match and uh i think they're going to win i think it's going to be an ugly game oh, but boy. i'm taking the jets 20 and also browns haven't won been two and I think that's a sign. I think it's gonna stay that way. They haven't been one of those since 2004, so that's part of the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, the Jets. There'll be more receipts if you may, if you you know have this stat broken. Jets 20, Browns 17. We're taking the Jets across the board on games. It worked all year. so well last that. week. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was the Ravens. I mean, that was your Super Bowl pick. If if you can't beat the Browns, and here's the thing, Cos, if they don't beat the Browns, as you look at the schedule ahead, like it gets. It gets to the point where 0 and 10 is not out of the realm. You know, if they lose to the Browns, then Bengals, maybe Mike White's reunion game. You know
2: what's crazy, Jake? The game that looks the most winnable right now
0: Patriots. is the New England Patriots. That's, yep. Yeah, we haven't said that line in about 30 years. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Brown, the Bengals, Steelers, Dolph, Dolphins at home is a maybe. Packers, probably not, although they didn't look great. I don't think they're going to be Denver despite Denver, uh, you know, winning. And then Patriots, yeah. Then Bills. If they could Pats, stop the
2: sixty-four-yard field goal, they might beat Denver.
0: Oh God! Well, how about that? That was ugly. Um, the Bears, Bears Thanksgiving after that. I mean, Patriots and Bears are the next winnable games after that. So yeah, please, but, you know, like we said around. before, Jake.
2: There's always a There's always a crazy win. You know, the, we didn't think they'd beat the Titans last year, and they beat the Titans. Remember, 2019, they beat the Cowboys. Uh, yeah. You know, obviously, in 2020, they beat the Rams at the end. But of But that's the year. one.
0: Like, that's one win, one game. All these won't be yeah. wins. You might win one of those. No, but they might but steal
2: one, and then they might get one of these other ones that you're saying.
0: oh looks, looks. You know, I think maybe Wilson at Pittsburgh. That's winnable if you know, Zach Pittsburgh, comes back and is you know. good. You're headed to Cleveland. You're going to the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Roll Hall. Nah,
2: I've been there enough. I'm. Mean, I'm going. I'm. This is a business trip, Jake. I'm just going in. I'm going in late Saturday, getting All right, Bill Monday, so it's a business trip,
0: right? <laughs> late Saturday. So do you even have a time for the fine, uh, delicate? No, no dinner, no, no dinner, nothing. Just, That'll just work. get in and out, in and out of Cleveland in and out and not the burger yeah. all right yeah. so so not a single meal not like not even like breakfast there well, i'll probably have breakfast at the hotel or something but nothing special all right know. so no joe stone crab coming uh in cleveland not in cleveland's no no
2: they i don't think they i don't know if they have those in the lake there
0: be careful stay away from the strip club saturday night guys you got you got to work early make sure you're not out and about too late uh, jake <laughs>
2: let me tell you something when you have two kids i have a nine-year-old and a 13-year-old is most pod loyal podcast listeners know where you have two kids and a full-time job you know what's much more wonderful than a strip club jake sleep a hotel room all yeah, by myself yeah a nice dark cold hotel room that's dark, dark. <laughs> i'm gonna sleep it's gonna be wonderful what is dark,
0: dark What is the dark part about it probably to
2: sleep to sleep oh. <laughs> so i can sleep
0: I, I listen, I don't blame you. Nothing, nothing like a good night at a at a nice uh five-star Cleveland hotel. It doesn't get much better than that.
2: Cleveland. I'm not sure I'll be in a five-star hotel, but I'll t- I'll take
0: what I can get. The red roof in, they'll leave the lights on for you. Jets Browns, we're taking the Jets. Coming up next on Gangs All here is Will Parkinson from Turn on the Jets. Next. Don't even get me going. And we're back on Gangs. Gangs all here. Jake Brown here. Follow me on Twitter at Jake Brown Radio. Of course, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, wherever you get your damn podcasts. Just search Gangs All Here. Give us a five-star rating, write a nice review. Speaking of Jets podcast, we'll have the host right now of another Jets podcast. Turn on the Jets on. That's Will Parkinson. Will, welcome to the program your first time on welcome to the show how are you doing I'm good man I'm uh you know Sunday was a little rough
3: but uh you know we're looking forward to that we turn the page positive vibes only as Robert Sala would say and uh you know we're we're on to Cleveland
0: so it's rare I guess that I get to talk one-on-one with a Jets fan because usually it's me and Kaz who's not a fan he's a writer two Jets fans talking now are you keeping receipts of Robert Sala's comments are you keeping them? What are your initial reactions to the receipts comments? You look at the average fan that's the die, whether they're diehards sitting
3: in the three hundreds in the rain and snow, or somebody that just watches it on TV, you know, on Sundays and pays attention during the weekend, it's hard for them to re- like erase the last 10 years of history, right? The jets, people think the jets were created in 19, 2010. They weren't, uh, they were, they had history before that. And they were a pretty successful franchise from 98 to 2010. AFC title games and playoffs a bunch and over 500 pretty much, you know, most years, although i obviously they really figured out quarterback, at least the rest of the roster generally was pretty good. It's hard to then tell people to not pay attention to 2011 through 2021, where they've obviously been very bad outside of 2015. And it's not maybe necessarily fair to Robert Sala and, and the staff and this regime that Robert Sala has been here 18 games, half of which almost he hasn't had a starting quarterback and they're rebuilding and all these different things. They're all true. So from his perspective, I get it. But at the same time, he mentioned this a little bit today. Look, man, it's got people cannot just erase history, and they're frustrated. They want to see winning. They want to see a competitive game. They don't want to see 24-9 to with the building, you know, emptying out after the third quarter after another Ravens touchdown. And, you know, they were competitive for a quarter or two. They want to see the CWs. They want to see them early on the season when it's nice out and people are still bought in. So I get it from both sides. I will say I didn't think he was talking to the fans. I I heard that a lot this week on Twitter is like, oh – You know, Robert Sal is calling out the fans. Who is he to pick a battle? And I know you're a Mets guy. And he's like, this is like Baez and Lindor last year with a thumbs down. I was like, not sure that's the case. I I think it was much more to the media and it was almost more to the locker room of like, I'm going to have your guys back publicly, but like you need to go out and back it up on Sunday. So certainly it was an aggressive thing from Sal. We haven't really seen that side of him publicly yet, but you better hope they win, man. Because in New York, whether even if he has the right mentality and the right Mindset and all that stuff is true. If you don't win, you'll get eaten alive. And uh... Well,
0: my issue too, Will, is he's doing this in week one. Like you, you played the Ravens, like as a game you're really kind of supposed to lose. But to do this in week one of an 18-week season, 17, he's got 16 more games to go. A lot of them, 95% of them, the Jets are not favored in and they might not win. To do it this early is painting yourself into a corner where if you lose <laughs> to Cleveland – and then you got the defending AFC champions coming here and then the rest of the schedule, which is not easy. Things could get out of hand. And I worry there's going to be, you know, more anger and comments. And like, I think he should be here. I like him as a guy, but he could put himself on a short leash if he keeps saying things like this, this early. Yeah. It's funny. I, someone asked me this, I think on Monday, they were, I was, I joined some
3: Twitter space and, you know, it's a bunch of diehard jets fans going at it. And they're like, they're like fire, solid, blah, blah. I'm like, Oh my God, this is the middle of September. We're we're already doing this. We didn't even give ourselves to like week nine after a loss to the Bills, where they're clearly going to, they're clearly uh, the underdog. So, yeah, I was a little surprised it was this early. Uh, I didn't think they played horribly on on Sunday by any means. I think the final score in that third quarter totally skewed what was actually a pretty nice first half, especially defensively. So, man, (laughs) there's a lot of pressure, and you know, people are waiting to, you know, if they lose this week to, uh, you know, write a, a receipts comment, Peyton Manning's already taking shots. And look, I hope it goes the other way. I think it'd be a really cool story for this team to kind of rally around the, the receipts thing. And, you know, I know, you know, you guys, again, the Mets fans, but as a Yankee fan, a couple of years ago, with the thumbs down and then it turned into you know, there's the guy, the meme of the Yankee fan. Oh, yeah, we got one Yankee fan. And all of a sudden it was a rallying cry for the rest of the team for the rest of the year. And they got hot. And I thought it was pretty cool and they rallied around that. So I like to look, would I love to see a receipt celebration on Sunday from Elijah Moore after a touchdown? I think that would be awesome, and I would, it was like this team starting to get it. Because man, you come home one and one to the, a packed MetLife that's going. You know, maybe Zach comes back week three because he practiced today and it's looking looks pretty healthy to me. All of a sudden, that narrative is very different than zero and two, and people ready to crush you on
0: uh, on get up and first take on Monday morning. This team's got to win Sunday. What do you think? Me and Cos said twenty to ten. I said twenty to seventeen. He was even more positive than me, he thinks they're going to turn around. Do you like them to beat the Browns this week?
3: I rewatched Cleveland Carolina this morning again. I watched it on Sunday night just to kind of see the, the highlights, and I dove into the All-22. The Jets can beat the Browns. Lakin Tomlinson and George fans specifically have to play a hell of a lot better than they played on Sunday. Miles Garrett is no joke. If they let him ruin the game, that'll be the reason they lose. If they can somewhat neutralize Nick Chubb, I'm not asking the Jets to hold Nick Chubb to 40 yards. I'm asking them to hold them to... If you remember last year against the Titans, I think Derrick Henry rushed for like 120, but it was on like 40 carries. Like, if you can do that and give, you know, limit Nick Chubb, the defense plays that same. They fly around, they tackle well in Cleveland. Make Jacoby Brissette beat you. I'm sure the, you know, the Browns are looking at the same thing with Joe Flacco is let Joe Flacco beat us, not the running backs. Get some manufactured touches to Moore and Wilson and these guys and, you know, run the ball down Cleveland's throat. Cleveland is not good. Def- their defensive tackle room is not very good. Their linebackers, that's a Jeremiah owusu Cormoa. Are not great they sit in a lot of dime packages they have a lot of dbs on the field they want to sit in zone and rush with four the jets are going to go more heavy personnel and run it down their throat and win 17 14 win 20 to 14 that's kind of the recipe for success i don't think either team wants to get in a shootout with the quarterback situation they're in although there are obviously are nice weapons on both sides let's see this coaching staff you know win the jets a football game here be the better staff at skiing the browns a little bit the browns have a good staff themselves I want to pick the Jets. I'm leaning more Browns like 21-17 at this point, just because <sighs> just but that said, I still I'm gonna convince myself the Jets are gonna win by Let's probably go. by the end of this segment. I'm sure I'll <laughs> convince myself the Jets can win. Give me a score. What's the I'll score? I'll go F it. I'm gonna go Jets, uh Jets 20 to 13. Joe Flacco looks okay enough, and they run the ball down Cleveland's throat and contain him. And Jets come home to MetLife one and one. Zach Wilson comes back, and MetLife's packed on uh I'm uh, September 25th.
0: Let's go. So, Kaz 2010, me 2017, you 20 to 13. 20s across the board. 20 is the magic number. So, they're going to score three points now. We're all well. Essentially, it's going to be a touchdown, like a pick six and two field goals. Is is what
3: we're. Yeah, they got to get a turnover. I'd like to see them if they, they could try to break one either on special teams on defense. A big turnover. I know they got the turnover against you know Baltimore and. You know, it sucks. You look back at that game, I believe it was 10-3 or 17-3 and they got the forced fumble in Ravens' territory. They obviously, in typical Jets fashion, do not fall on the ball with four guys there, one Raven. And then I'm pretty sure it's the next play or the second next play. They had a 55-yard bomb. The game's over. All of a sudden, if you look back at that game, it's 17-3. The Jets go in and score 17-10, a whole new ball game. So pick Jacoby Brissett off, force a fumble, give yourself a chance. Maybe Berrios can break one. The kicking game and you know go on the road they, they're one and seven on the road last year go go in a road game early in the year and set a statement down that this is not the same old Jets you know then you can do all the talking you want because you backed it
0: up with a victory inspirational and coming back against the Bengals so, so you think Joe Flacco will be good enough to be starting week three at MetLife against the Bengals I not really. Um, or is I, it Mike I, White revenge against the Bengals? It, I, wouldn't be, beat them again. I wouldn't mind seeing Chris oh, treveller I wouldn't mind seeing Streveler, to be honest. Kaz Co- hates people say, that are saying Streveler. No, no right?
3: I just would like to see I'd like to see something that kind of just change it up. Look, I don't think Mike White's this special talent that um, I know is kind of floated that the Jets think Mike White is better than Zach Wilson, so they're scared to play. I'm not sure where that came from. That's not the case. I can tell you for a fact that's not the case. But look, can Joe Flacco just be better than he was on Sunday? There were some moments where, you know, from a clean pocket. My only issue with Flacco, and it's pretty standard, I think everyone knew this going in, you can't move. So when you're facing the the first two defenses they face are a great Ravens front four, and then you're facing Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney. Like, you got to be able to, to move, you know, roll guys out and do some read options, keep them at bay. I think they run the ball well enough and they shut down the Browns offense and you see the Jets kind of defense win them a football game, and they do just enough on offense to get themselves a victory.
0: Let's go, and it'll set. It would set up a lot better. We're expected to Sunday the twenty fifth after the game have a post game live podcast somewhere. We're now still the Jets are two and where.
3: one, two and one post game gang's all
0: here pod hobo Jigs, in Jigs hobo Jigs fired game. up. Yeah, the people of Hoboken will be buzzing. I mean, I'll be losing my voice that night if that happens. Uh, you know, what I don't frequent playoffs? New Jersey, but playoffs, playoffs, two and one. We're talk- if they're two and Oh, my goodness! Like that's literally like just schedule the parade for Monday morning down the Canyon of Heroes, the two and one parade. Jets over five hundred. You know, Sal is already going to have his motivational receipts video out. Like it's it's coming. Well, they win Sunday, you already know the Jets are going to compile something together with like, it's going to include like a tweet. It's going to include audio from Gangs All Here from me ranting. One of my one. tweets in there. I was in one of their videos last year, something from the podcast, one of one of the clips, maybe on One Jets Drive or Flight Deck, whatever they were doing last year made it. So I, I'm worried that I'm going to be featured in Sal's receipts. That's my only worry there. Cause, you know, Cause we'll is 14, 4 and 13 is going to be. Plastered all over there.
3: Him and you are going to be are all over. But now, look. I mean, at the end of the day, like you want that out, the outlook of the season give fans a reason to have hope to be engaged. You ask anybody in that building, you know, Sunday, uh, you were there, like early in the game, I, the crowd was into it. But when you don't give fans, they're instantly going to. jump For one to the quarter,
0: negative. they were into it. The rest, they were it into it. Done.
3: When you don't score points, and when you're instantly, when you're kind of inclined to be negative. When things, you know, the Jets need to get out to a fast start offensively. I thought that hurt them. You know, defensively, on third downs, it's fun to get up and get excited. But, you know, you want to score points. You want to score touchdowns. You want to see, you know, exciting plays. This is an offensive league. And, you know, the Jets are, the Jets defensively are a top eight defense right now in the NFL. They held Lamar to 17 yards rushing and 60, I think 60 yards on the ground total for the Ravens. Still lose by, you know, two touchdowns. You know, the Bengals game was a lot of fun last year. It's one of the more fun Jets games I think I've been to in a long time. You know, obviously, you didn't expect Mike White to do what he did. But just give yourself a chance, man. Give yourself a chance to get this season. Get Can you get to the bye at 3-5 and five and, you know, and give yourself a chance in that back half of the schedule where it's much easier? I think that's, you know, it starts on Sunday, and you got to give yourself a chance, man. At the end of the day, I keep saying, give yourself a chance to be competitive.
0: So you're giving yourself a chance. So you're <laughs> saying there's a chance, dumb and dumber. Uh, yeah, I mean, this podcast has been miserable because the first half of the year they've been out of it where the last two months don't even matter. Like, we just want to compete. And that's, you know, the frustration and why they're getting mocked is because, I mean, that game was unwatchable. You couldn't blame anyone for leaving in the third quarter and beating the traffic. And like, every time they did get a chance, they either turned it over, or they dropped a pass, or did something stupid. Just stop being stupid. Just don't be dumb, Jets. Just don't be dumb. Don't be stupid. Play smart. You know, like I said at Kaz, Will, like screens, reverses, trickery in the offense you saw absolutely nothing creative from the offense from michael fleur they got to be more creative when you have a quarterback who cannot get out of the pocket and if he does you're in deep doo-doo
3: yeah i actually that was one of the more surprising things of of sunday there was no real manufactured targets to more wilson barrios even there was a couple i guess they had one kind of orbit route to barrios in a screen but that was really it You know, you gotta get move the line of scrimmage. You can't let Miles Garrett and Jimmy and Clowney pin their ears back. Think it's a traditional offense. You know, that was one of the fun parts last year. I thought about LaFleur calling plays. You look at that Bucks game, uh, you go back to the Bengals game, you and the Colts game, the, the throwback passes to the running back and jet screen. you know, reverses, different screens, uh, all these different trick plays, you know. Throw Jeff Smith out there, at Wildcat quarterback for a play. Give these teams other looks. You feel, you trust your corners. Go, you know, go pressure to Kobe or something. Make him, funny enough, you mentioned Flacco not being able to move. Someone commented on a, a tweet of Zach Wilson saying, Can we time Joe Flacco doing the same thing with a sundial?
0: So <laughs>
3: <laughs> clearly fans are uh, are not happy with Flacco's performance, but he should be I mean, you can't really get much worse than he was on uh, on Sunday.
0: Will Parkinson, turn on the Jets podcast, check him out and follow him on Twitter at Will Eleven. Will we will uh do this again. We'll do it a few times throughout the year. Thanks for coming on, gangs all here. Yeah, no, hopefully, uh hopefully every time I
3: come on they get a victory and we'll uh you know, we'll we'll get some good luck going.
2: Oh, you don't ask tough questions.
0: That'll say goodnight to episode 106 of Gangs All Here, our New York Jets podcast from the New York Post. Thanks to Andrew Hartz for helping me out in producing the show. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, wherever you find podcasts on Apple. Give us a five-star rating. Write in a nice review, please. And on Spotify, give us a five-star rating. Follow me on Twitter at jake brown radio at brian coz is where you can get brian costello next sunday we'll keep you posted we're expecting to do a live post game podcast it'll be me and a guest co-host coz has his writing duties but after the game around five o'clock i think we're, we're hoping for hoboken we'll keep you posted on a popular bar hopefully in hoboken So stay tuned for that. It should be a fun time for Brian Costello. I am Jake Brown. We will be back Sunday night. We'll be recording the post game show after jets Browns. It'll drop Monday at 5. AM. So first thing you wake up Monday morning, what are you doing? You're listening to gangs all here and hopefully a gangs all here. Victory podcast. As our predictions come true jets over the Browns. And as always folks until Monday, Jay E-T-S, receipts, receipts, receipts. I mean, Jets, Jets, Jets. Peace. These kickers stink.